Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 101 of the VC Podcast. We should have just started over at one. This is episode one of season two. We'll do it by the hundreds. Yeah, I don't know. Like we'll it. think about I it. Like it. Uh, I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm in the studio with Jacob and Andrew. Uh, guys, how are the allergies going? First day of, or first week of spring? Not too bad so far. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't normally get hit too bad, but I've been just a little congested. You know. I I always think that I'm not that congested, but then I hear my voice like on the podcast. I'm like, "Hey guys, this is Eric Alexander." And it's like, "Whoa, he had some congestion there." All right, listeners, this is your midweek checkpoint for Valley Creek. We'll talk a little bit about last Sunday, this next Sunday coming up, some announcements, and then you know, just some some stuff at the end. Who knows what the ending section is really called? Let's jump right in. Last week we started our new sermon series surrounding the cross. Uh, with a sermon, a couple of sermons, three of them actually, called The Betrayer, uh, obviously about Judas. So let's talk about uh, discussion question number three, if you're following along, which you should be in the listening and discussion guide, and that is this. How should the lessons we learn from the story of Judas shape the way we follow Jesus, or should they? Uh, yes. is. Is I think the the answer to the last part there. Yes, they should. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I it was a very. I, I mean, it, part of me wants to say refreshing, but that's not really the right word. But just a, a great reminder um, of how much time and energy that Jesus poured into Judas, hmm. like. Like the reminder that this is somebody uh, that's been around, that has watched, that has followed, that has seen, that knew all the miracles. Like like he watched all of these things happen just like the other disciples. Um, yet there was something in his heart that, although he seemed to be giving the outward appearance of belief, the outward appearance of devotion... There was something in his heart that always remained greater for him, uh, and so for me, that's just a that was a reminder that man, I need to be in constant introspection. Like I need to be constantly saying, man, am I making sure that I am am keeping God first, that I am keeping Him above all these other things? I mean, that was the same. Just was reading this morning in in First Corinthians seven, and that was that was Paul's point there too. Like, hey. All that we do, everything in our lives, even big, important things. I mean, Paul is talking about marriage, which is a big, important thing. He said, even that, you know, you are, are committed, you love, you care for your wife, but it, you know, or your husband or, or whatever, but it is still a thing that is always secondary to our devotion to God. It should be pointing us to, it should be growing us in our relationship with God. And so to see that with Judas, you know, there was something that even though he, followed all the steps, even though he walked all the same paths, there was something that was keeping him from truly being devoted. Like, it's just a reminder for me to, to always be looking at myself and, and, and seeking to make sure that in all the things that I do every day, I'm pointing myself towards God and keeping myself focused on the cross. So, Yeah, Jesus said a lot. I'm, this will be a poor paraphrase, but pretty much give up your past life and give it up right now. And that's what it takes to follow me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Judas kind of was like, yeah, cool, yeah, we got, yeah, totally gave that up. Yeah, I'm not chasing anything but you. 
got you. You know, like, right. and uh, I feel like even in my own life, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm following God. Yep, I gave it all up. I'm not chasing anything else, just going for Jesus. And then, you know, the truth of that is that we all, uh, maybe maybe none of us are destined to ultimately betray Jesus uh, in our future, but uh, in a sense, we you know, it is a betrayal to him when we claim to follow him and, and we don't. Uh, we turn back to the, something that, oh, well, actually, well, I w- actually was actually just looking for some extra money or I thought church was cool, or, you know, like, just yeah. whatever. Yeah. In my own life, I see that happening where I'm like, there are times where it may seem like my pure motivation is to just follow God's plan for my life, but sometimes there's other things that still seep in. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonas made a good point on Sunday where he said, uh, I, I'm, again, I'm paraphrasing Jonas, who was just kind of conjecturing, but uh, not so sure that Judas uh, was like, the first bad thing he did, he was like, "Whoa, better be careful! I might betray Jesus someday." Um, it, you know, it's just one of those things. You kind of let your past life, uh, before knowing Jesus, kind of seep back in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's just my reminder from that. If any of that made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I mean, one of the other passages that Jonas referenced on Sunday was earlier on where. You know, Jesus or where Judas kind of comes up with this question for um, when this uh, like oil, you know, perfume is broken and Jesus is anointed, you know, like, well, we could have done so much, you know, like we could have given that to the poor and we could have done so much good, you know, this question that is seems to be have this great heart behind it. But then the the text of the narrative says, but Judas was the one who held on to the money and he was stealing kind of whatever he wanted whenever he wanted as he needed things or wanted things from that. So it always kind of, the reality never matched the, what he was uh, kind of putting out the image he was trying to portray. And so, yeah, I, I agree with y'all. I think it invites us to check our motives and our, our hearts. Why are we, why are we doing the things that we're doing? Absolutely. All right, great answers, guys. So this week, we'll continue along in our Surrounding the Cross series, and uh, we'll be uh, looking at a sermon that is titled The Denier. And so we'll let you guys think about who that might be, maybe centered around or uh, folk featuring. And we'll be in Luke 22, Luke chapter 22, verses, here are two couple passages here, 31 through 34, and then 54 through 62. So go ahead and feel free to read ahead. Yep. Uh, there's there's never a bad time to jive, dive into scripture and read ahead there. So yep. we'll see you Sunday, nine o'clock, ten thirty at Springfield Road, ten thirty at South Wilson. Live streamed as always at vcbc.org. Yep, Kentucky fans, we're not going to say the name yet. So maybe by Sunday, <laughs> still some healing that needs to happen. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, how are your brackets doing? By the way, just a little side tangent here. Oh, it's it's pathetic. It's. Mm. Probably the worst I've ever done. I mean, I'm in, I'm in two pool, two different pools. I'm in first place in both. So you know, <laughs> okay, good, just, good. Well, there's, I thought there's I had no a... bitterness about that anywhere. No, as we sought some rule changes and thought we'd make things a little more fun, and it happened to work out in my advantage. Yeah, there's nothing know? there, nothing to mm. see here. No, I, just... <laughs> I thought I was going to be doing better than I am because I chose all. Uh, upsets, right? Like, that's my entire bracket. Because I don't follow sports, right? So I thought it'd be fun just to see what yeah. happened. 
mm. how mm-hmm. in the game I could stay by just choosing complete upsets every game. And I'm still like second to last. Yeah. Which I should definitely be last, but because of the it could be know, a big anyway. turnaround, and, you know, based on how our points are done. Yeah. You could you could see a jump up into second or third there. You never know. As I said though, I I was like, wait, you're telling me Texas Southern's not gonna win it? <laughs> no. Okay. All right, guys. Let's move on to some announcements here for the church. Uh sports fans, if you're really into that. Uh sorry if you're it's been like quite a season, I guess, so far. Quite a quite the playoffs. So is that what they're called? Playoffs? Tournament? Tournament. Tournament. It's been quite the tournament so far. Anyway, that's a sports podcast for another podcaster. All right, let's jump in. Some announcements here. Let's talk about them, guys. Uh, Andrew, tell us about Palm Sunday, please. Palm Sunday is April 10th, and we will have services, worship services at our normal time on Palm Sunday, all of our life groups, student and children's activities in the evening. Yeah, that's so that's coming up. All right. Rapid fire here. Jacob, tell us about Good Friday. Yeah, Good Friday, April 15th is our Good Friday service. We'll have those uh, here at Springfield Road and at South Wilson at 6 o'clock. Uh, we're excited for you guys to come out and be a part of that and bring your families out to worship on Good Friday. Those are always fun, unique uh, opportunities to to dig into some worship uh, at kind of just kind of pivotal thought-provoking moments for us. So we're excited for our Good Friday service. Awesome. Uh, I'll tell you guys about the egg hunt coming up. That's that Saturday right after Good Friday, April 16th, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at each campus. So you can go to either campus from 11 to 1, and uh, there'll be an egg hunt there. That'll include Easter experience stations, uh, lunch is provided, there'll be bounce houses, and, of course, multiple egg hunts for different age groups. So uh, that's community-wide. That's, uh, you know, people are welcome. Well, I would say all the events that we're having here for uh, Holy Week, <laughs> those are yeah. community events. But especially that Easter egg hunt, don't feel like your child has to be in stu- uh, children's ministry, rather, but they can just come enjoy the day. All right, and then back to you, Andrew. Tell us about Easter Sunday, please. All right, yeah, for Easter this year, Easter falls on April 17th, and we're excited about celebrating together, and we hope that you will be a part of that and uh, maybe invite someone to come and experience that Sunday with you as we celebrate together. Our service times are at 9 and 10.30 at Springfield Road at 10.30 at South Wilson. So our regular weekly times for worship this year for Easter Sunday. Um, And so just uh, make plans to be here. Awesome. And as always, listeners, you can find every announcement that we can possibly think of and get up on the website at time, (laughs) on time rather, at vcbc.org. We try to keep that as up-to-date as possible. Uh, There's an announcements page, and we haven't mentioned this in a while, but if you would like text updates on specific um, kind of more time-sensitive announcements, you can text, uh, is it VCBC? Is that the code word? VCBC, To the number 94000, 94,000. All the breaking news. Yeah. It's usually just things like, hey, we, we really got something coming up here, or, or a reminder. Or, or bring your skates to church with you. Yeah. Ice skates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This morning. That's so. important. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Ooh, I have, a, I have a correction here. I have a correction. So on the 100th episode, we shared our favorite podcast moments, and I talked about the Bigfoot episode, which was kind of fun. I always bring that up. But I forgot. I don't know how I forgot this, but this is actually my favorite moment, and I felt like it was worth bringing back up. The episode uh, on which I made everyone try the gingerbread Mountain Dew. 
That was my favorite episode. I don't know what else we talked about that episode. My favorite, though, was that J- J- Jacob, you you were like, I don't like this. But then throughout the rest of the episode, you just kept, you were like, I'll try it again. You take another sip. Yeah. Like, not for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it was more of a, I have a drink in my hand and I've been given that drink. And uh, it was, you'd try be, be rude for me not to drink it. Uh, I can be honest about my feelings on it, but. Thanks for the gift. I'll finish this off. The gentleman. I, I, yeah. I appreciate that, but you didn't have to. It was, <laughs> But it was a good time. That was my favorite. Anyway, just to... Not that anyone was like, oh, I know that wasn't Zach's favorite. Let it, Come on. Fess what up. would be anyway. the Easter-themed Mountain Dew They do like a drink. Do they do a Peeps? I feel like they'll probably do like a Peeps something. Maybe so. That might be it. That's going to have to be one of the questions. The closing questions is best Easter candy. Mm. Yeah. All right. I'll say... We'll save thoughts on that. I'm that's sure, not, but that's not today's question. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Let's yep. let's give some thought to that. All right, guys, let's talk about uh, everyone's favorite. It's right down the middle, fifty fifty, least favorite, most favorite segment. What's the most interesting thing that happened to you this week? I got a, I got a. It's not interesting, but it was exciting to me. I got a new couch. All right, new to me couch. So. That was pretty, pretty nice. Right. It's like just a good, like refreshes the, the space. Mm-hmm. Felt good. Yeah. I think that's exciting. That's right up there with our discussion on trash cans where we were like, ooh, what kind of trash can do you have? Yeah. Um, the couches, that's a big upgrade when you get a yeah. new couch. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. It's awesome. I'm, I am really waiting for somebody to popularize the Lego movie Double Decker Couch. I'm surprised nobody has like actually tried to make that. Probably, what happens in it? I'd, it's just a double decker couch. It's yeah. It's just it's like a bunk bed only it's couches. <laughs> have you not seen them? I haven't seen it. Uh, I, I, I might have seen parts of it. Yeah. You, no man. I'm, I'm I have seen. I've seen Lego movie. I've seen couches done where it's two, but one is like in front of and at a lower level, and then they platform the the one in the back. So it's kind of yeah. like a oh, stair like a, step sort of deal. Yeah. No, but this is. I have not seen a double decker couch. This is a. It's it's kind of a whole point of the movie, you know, is that he's not a smart guy, like he's not a master builder, and the only idea he's ever had is for a double decker couch. And there's all the questions like, well, won't like the people up on top, their legs get in the way of the people, and you know, and then they end up building the double decker double decker couch, and it saves everybody at one point. And, like it's a it's <laughs> a whole awesome. thing. So a double decker couch. Yes. Nice. Somebody ought to do that. Hmm. Not me. <laughs> anyway, my interesting thing that was not a double decker couch. Um, I got to speak at a D now uh, in Henderson this past weekend, so it was a lot of fun to go and hang out and uh, hang out with his students. There was a couple different churches there, and uh, it was funny to see all of the. Uh, I'll, I'll say it this way, how small doing ministry can make the world uh, in that you you tend to run into people a lot that you're like, oh, well, I know you, or I know this guy, and you know this guy, and we both know that guy, and so now mm-hmm. we're, you know. And so got there, and a uh, great team from Campbellsville was leading worship uh, for the weekend, great team of students, and the teacher that was leading the students who is now working at Campbellsville is a friend of mine from when I first started in ministry in Owensboro, and... And of course, obviously, 
Pastor Shane is, you know, there at Campbellsville, and so there's that connection. And then the pastor who's at the church, you know, um, he knew some guys that I worked with back in seminary, and he went to college with those guys. And then, you know, all these little connections kept popping up. And the student pastor there was the student pastor at the church that I was at before I came here, before I got there. Oh, I mean, it's just like yeah, a bunch of stuff. The world got really small when you're doing ministry, so it was fun to sit around and talk about all those things. So super cool and you know got to spend the weekend talking about jesus which was pretty cool so yeah. always a fun time and i missed all the yep friday you, night you were out Hubba, hullabaloo you know it was interesting yeah yeah so some storms hope hope <clears throat> listeners hope you all uh got through that all right you and your families i don't know that i heard of any uh major destruction mm-hmm. other than yeah. some phone poles yeah. and things like that but Hope you all made it through that. Made your roofs as well. Made made mm-hmm. it through that storm all right. But that was a crazy time. Uh, most interesting thing, I guess the, the most interesting would like yesterday. I got like most of my hair shaved off. Yes, he did. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as I've mentioned several times before, trying to save money this year, and uh, I w- I had been growing my hair out, just trying to avoid that haircut. And I had even said, I'm just going to let it keep growing. It just it's just hair. But I went for my first, I won't call it a run, it's like the first training session to begin running. So I ran for like a total of eight minutes, uh, which is something. But just got hot, and then I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can uh, do this. And also my hair starts developing poofs on the side, like the side of my head gets like poofy. And I was like, can't do it. Yep. Yep. So I went and it's got it. I was like, yep. well, how else could I save money on my haircuts? And that's getting it cut as short as possible. So the next one is a long ways away. So. Looks good on you. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I'm a handsome man, regardless of my hairline. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't even say that. I'm confident. Anyway, let's move on, guys. Let's talk about our closing question. I got this one from a, a website, actually. I feel like I ask a lot of these questions. It's fun to just imagine. <laughs> like, I was going to say, this. I was gonna say, we've done this question we've done this one several before. times, I think. Yeah. But uh, it's fun to dream, Andrew. Yep, it is. <laughs> Pretend that you can go... <laughs> first day of spring, right, was... Um, what day was that? Sunday? Sunday. Yes. Sunday was the first day of spring, so this is a spring question. Pretend that you can go anywhere in the world for spring break. Where would you go, and what would you do there? How long do we have for spring break? How long is spring break? Just a week, right? I guess it's one I mean, week. If you wanted, I'd say, yeah. I guess you could okay. say if you wanted to, Saturday to the following Sunday. So what is that? Yeah. Nine seven, days? Nine yeah, like days. for us, if we got a spring break, it would probably be like a complete seven days. Yeah. but Or is spring break one of those where they add on the let's, Monday after now? Let's Sometimes talk about they, it like it's a school spring break, right? So you get yeah, out okay. on Friday, you're done with school. Yeah. And then, for all intents and purposes, you get Saturday, Sunday, all the way through, like like Jacob said, through the following yeah. Sunday. Okay. So Let's ignore day. the fact, though, that as people at, at church, we would miss two church Sundays. But that's just, that's for another question some other time. Yeah, gotcha. Just what would okay. we, where would we go, what would we do? Yeah, because I think, well, I mean, yeah, I was asking because I think that, like, that couple of days makes a difference on, like, if you're at 10 days, you can afford to lose a day or, you know... A day or two traveling. Travel is, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas if you're at a tight six or seven days, then you kind of need somewhere that you can get to. Right. And be there so that you're not, all your time isn't on the road. Mm. Yeah. 
Unless the trip is just the travel. Or unless the trip yeah. is the road trip. Like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Which is just, yeah, different kind of We, trip. In, in college, we always thought, and I always thought this would be a fun trip. Speaking of that, I don't know if this is how I'd answer the question, but I uh, always thought it'd be a fun road trip to do like a, because since I'm a football guy, like do a road trip that hits like as many NFL stadiums as you can get in a week. Hmm. And I think we had it mapped out to where we could get like, 10 of course that was back in yeah where they were in 2005 so might be a little bit different now because they several of the teams have moved but but that i mean if you you yeah. could do that that, cool. that would be a yeah, that would be a that. neat trip yeah. i if we get the full week it'd be hard it would be hard to do a, a like an international yeah. trip with just like nine days, because mm-hmm. you really need like almost a, a full two weeks if you're going to do any kind of sightseeing or anything. Yeah, like, just to make the long flight worth mm-hmm. it. Really, yeah. yeah. Could go anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm probably just going to stick to like a like a quiet beach. Mm-hmm. Like if I could find a quiet beach to just go and spend the uh, what would that be? Nine days. Mm-hmm. Is it nine days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd happily drive there, you know, take the first day and the last day and, you know, drive to the, probably like the East Coast. And I'm a simple man, just a <laughs> quiet spring break, which is kind of an oxymoron there. But yeah. Yeah. Just quiet at the beach, quiet beach and do I, nothing. That's I'd, the answer. Yeah. Go to the quiet beach and do nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of tropical. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's still just cold enough here that if I'm going to go to a beach somewhere, I want it to be hot. And not just like, I know this is kind of weird, not just like warm. Like, I want it to be hot. Mm-hmm. Like, borderline, if there's not a wind blowing, I'm, it's not comfortable. But with that breeze on the ocean, you go sit at the beach, it never gets bad. Like, that's that's yeah. perfect for me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. The Bahamas? Uh, yeah. You know, sure. Yeah. Some, I mean, you could go anywhere. That's the question, the right? Yeah, you know. Wherever I can get to. By boat, maybe something I have to take a boat to, and they just drop me off and leave me there. <laughs> yeah, we, we I think I, yeah, I think I would go with maybe just the trip that I went on a couple weeks ago to Puerto Rico mm-hmm. because it kind of yeah. checks those boxes that you're mm-hmm. talking about. It's warm enough. There's beach, lots of different terrain, so you could do hiking, um, history, like kind of has something for you know yeah. whatever whatever you're feeling that day. You could do something different. Changing my answer, guys. Andrew, I think that's beautiful that you got to experience that. I'm happy for you, but I'm changing my answer. I would go on a road trip journey across the U.S. to different destinations where you could uh, one wheel. (laughs) So, like... In this scenario, I have one wheel. So, what are the top one wheel destinations? Beats me. Okay. Yeah. I have no clue. Cities that have trying to imagine long, those like, like Santa Monica, green, probably. Green yeah, uh-huh. like it, they come yeah. from Santa Feels Cruz. Like, yeah, so like okay. maybe Santa Cruz would be like the <laughs> the the, yeah. the place to go for one wheelers. Fort Lauderdale, probably. Yeah, maybe it could be would fun. be a big one. Yeah, Daytona, E-town, Kentucky. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah probably so. Yeah. Anyway, but Louisville, Louisville's got the Louisville. I just had loop, that man. thought. Yeah, like big thought. four bridge. Mm-hmm. You could you could one wheel across there. Maybe I don't know if that's allowed actually. Might not be. <sighs> we'll stick to the beach. Yeah. Seems like a lot of work to plan that out. <laughs> All right. Or just go super far north and just go to the snow. 
just like we'll see. straight northern Canada. I might, I might hang out with the polar bears. You know, I'm not gonna, not gonna be a. What's the word? Not gonna be paying for a whole lot of things this year. So maybe not a big spring break at the beach this year. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe post Easter. All right, guys. Any final thoughts on anything we've talked about today? I feel like I got a little too introspective. I'm like just really thinking about where would I go for spring break. <laughs> no. no? All right. Uh, Jacob, would you mind to pray for us today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do it. Father, we thank you so much for the time that we've had just to sit and talk and chat. God, we thank you for your word uh, for this past week as we uh, looked at a life, uh, God, unfortunately in Judas, that walked away from you. God, that didn't catch uh, all those moments that you were calling us to a deep, lasting, uh, radical relationship with you, God. I, <clears throat> I pray that we would see ourselves and see our tendency to walk away, and God, we would uh, long to keep those places far from us and keep ourselves close to you. Uh, through your word, through prayer, God, I pray that we would be a people, a church that are deep into those disciplines. God, I pray for these uh, events that are coming up, This, uh, all these things we have planned for Easter week and the season before and after. God, I pray that you would be moving, you would draw people close to you, close to your church. Uh, God, that we would have opportunities to share the gospel, both here at church but in our personal lives. Uh, and God, that we would make much of you and make your name famous. God, we love you and we thank you. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen.